Hi, everyone. Welcome to February's edition of the Library Scoop, the official podcast for the Niles Main District Library. I'm your host, Jabez Patterson, member of the digital service team here at the library. I'm excited to have my colleague Bernadetta on the show today. She's our feature interviewee this month. She is phenomenal, an extraordinary and dynamic personality that many of our listeners know from the Tech Desk and Maker programs. She's also the co-chair of this year's Coming Together Committee. This year's theme provides opportunities to explore Polish identity through books and engaging programs for all ages. So let's welcome Bernadetta to the Library School. Hello, everybody. I'm here with my good colleague, Bernadetta. Hi, Bernadetta. Hi, I'm so happy to be here with you, Jabez. I'm glad that you are a part of our uh, second episode, and I'm glad you are able to join us. How's your day? How's everything between you? You know what? It was very busy, but we're here, we're going to relax, and we're going to have so much fun. Excellent. I'm looking forward to it. Now, Bernadetta, can you explain to me um, how long you've been at the library? Uh, it has been about more than five years now. More than mm-hmm. five years. So what made you like have a career or a job at the library, at a library? You know, ever since I was a little girl, I really loved the books. And growing up in Poland, I remember uh, it was really in the very bad time when we didn't have that many books at the library and at the bookstores. So I remember I had one favorite book. It was The Kids from the Bullerbin. It's by a Swedish um, author. And there was only like one copy at the library. So I checked it out and I really wanted to have my own copy. So I started tracing word by word. Yeah. And then I started tracing the drawings from the book. And I remember when I returned that book, the librarian looked at the book and she was like, oh my God, what happened to this book? I was like, I don't know, but I have my own copy right now. So um, I I just love books. I love being with people. I love helping people. That's why I chose um, this field. Awesome. So I heard you're from Poland, right? I am. How long has you have you moved away from Poland? You know, it was 92 when I came here. Okay. Yes. So um, I've never been to Poland. I just heard, like, great food and, like, Nature was amazing. Poland yeah. is unbelievable. Uh, it has everything. It's in the middle of Europe, so it's a heart, a beating heart of Europe, and uh, the culture, tradition, uh, sightseeing, uh, everything is just amazing. So uh, you really have to come. We have everything. We have sea. We have mountains. We have uh, meadows. We have valleys, uh, rivers, <laughs> lakes. Mm-hmm. So it's really breathtaking, beautifully there where in europe should i go check out or just explore oh my gosh jabez everywhere i mean like honestly it is so breathtaking and so beautiful so you know when i was in college we were invited to go like for the internship to estonia okay this is the baltic republic um Mm -hmm. and it just happened it was like maybe a year after the Baltic Republic, they uh, separated from Russia and became independent countries. Yeah. So we went there, and oh my God, I never knew that Estonia can be so beautiful because Europe is old, it has history, Mm -hmm. so everything, wherever you turn around, tells you the story. It's really beautiful. Like St. Petersburg, it is 
absolutely breathtaking. I yeah. remember the Winter Palace. It is, you stand in front of it, and the, it is so enormous. It's mm -hmm. so rich, so gold. It's just like, you can totally feel the power and the richness of that country once upon a time. So mm -hmm. um, I think um, anywhere you go in Europe, you're going to find something very interesting and amazing. You know what? It's always been my dream to go to Europe, but it's just like, I'm a crazy workaholic. It's just like teaching, library, library school, repeat. And I'm just like, I want to travel. And it's just like, no. <laughs> and then I was just like, all right, well, let's travel to different states. And after a while, you're just like, after, I want to travel countries. You totally should do it. It's like, yeah. I remember when I came, the reason why I came here, actually, like, my cousin got the green card, and I was like, oh my gosh, this is my opportunity to go and see yeah. the United States. I really want to go and see Arizona, Grand Canyon. I want to see all the national parks. Uh, and I was lucky that I found a group of friends mm -hmm. who love to travel. Yeah. So my second trip actually was hitchhiking in Hawaii. That's what we Jealous. used to do, like in Europe, in Poland. You you would go and hitchhike and just yeah. like you meet so many people. You have amazing stories. It's just like unbelievable. Yeah. No, I just um, for the winter I just went to um, Austin, Texas, and New Orleans. Oh, that's where I want to go, to Austin, Texas. How was it? Austin was amazing. The food was fantastic. The atmosphere was great. Um, it was weird, honestly. <laughs> because? It, like, the whole slogan of Austin is just, like, keep Austin weird. It was just, like... I love it! I love it, too. And, and um, I was in on 6th Street in Austin, which is all, like, the restaurants and bars and shenanigans. Now, and I'm just like, this is awesome. I get to watch college games. I got to watch the atmosphere and all that. Mm -hmm. Walked like maybe five minutes on 6th Street and saw a Chicago Cubs flag. And I'm just like, Aww. out of all places, I did not expect to see that flag. <laughs> <laughs> and then um, there's a really cool uh, little park. But it, I think right now it's probably like demolished. It was called uh, Graffiti Park. Mm -hmm. Graffiti Park is hands down uh, the best experience when I was in Austin. Um, it's like a little park where local artists within the city or just tourists, whatever, was able just to graffiti on. I would love that place. Just on like the concretes or the walls. But that's not how it usually started. It was just, this property was supposed to be either condos, apartments or whatever. But I guess the city was like, we don't have enough money or the development didn't go through and then all of a sudden these artists just started graffiti just to express themselves or whatever but after a while you can't tell them like you can't tell artists like to, to not paint here they kept going and going and going and now it became like a kind of like a national like area of mm -hmm. Austin and when I got there it was just so amazing you just saw people selling art paintings out of your you had never seen before that it was just amazing to be quite honest and then once you go all the way to the top of the park you actually get a nice view of the city oh, as that's... well so i would definitely recommend austin i want to go back for either southwest or uh, a music festival down there in the fall um i actually went i told you i went to new orleans for new year's which was fantastic i think you can get 
Ex- oh. you, you can use your imagination, New Orleans, and plus New Year's Day and Eve. Oh, I can only of, imagine how wild of, it's going to get. <laughs> absolutely. And then uh, for the first time in my life when I went to New Orleans, I had alligator for the first time. And now here's the weird thing. I never tried it before because I only eat red meat. Mm-hmm. And I was scared because I'm like, all right, I'm probably going to be sick. But when in your lifetime you're going to have alligator? And I'm just like, right now. And then my friends <laughs> who... did it taste? <laughs> oh, I'll tell you how it tastes. Um, and my friend was like... You gotta try it. I don't care if you're sick. I'll take care of you. I'm just like, all right, let's do it. So I had one bite and it was amazing. It was just like, it tasted like chicken. Now, honestly, when you try something new, you always, everyone says, oh, it tastes like chicken or it tastes like fish. And legitimately, alligator tasted like chicken. But it's much more, um, how would I say it? Much more chewier and much more thick than chicken. Good for you. Yes. So. Definitely had some alligator, and it probably won't be the last time. (laughs) Um, Awesome. Well, for all the audience that are listening right now, Bernadetta is amazing at DIY projects and maker projects. She's incredible. Every time I, like, look... Thank you. Yeah, (laughs) this is, like, a secret of mine that I don't tell you because I'm I'm just amazed of your work. It's just, like, when we go in the office and I'm seeing you working with the silhouette color or just anything I just like creep over and just like what are you doing and then just magically walk away <laughs> because I'm like I will never have the skill <laughs> that you all have all it takes it takes practice we all started without knowing anything about all those equipment I remember the first day when we were opening here and it's like oh my gosh no one knows how to use the vinyl color it's just like oh how do you use the laser color it's like it's okay you will learn you just have to practice you have to find the time or find a really good project and Learn from your mistake or ask someone, and it's like you'll get it. Now, Bernadette, don't sugarcoat it. You probably watch oh, like you, YouTube videos. <laughs> of course. <laughs> <laughs> Tons of them. Just like my daughter always screams, Mom, don't use my account because I have all those videos that you watch. No. So, like, what is like your favorite project you've done at the library? Oh my gosh, it's like choosing a favorite because I cannot even answer that. I really, um, I like to change projects. Like, yeah. I was really tired of working with the silhouette, even though the gratification is instant. You work with something, you just edit, and it's, and you create beautiful, and you create beautiful stuff. So right now, I'm obsessed with embossing. Okay. And we just got that embosser here, and um, actually tonight, I'm going to have a class, and I know that everyone, when they see how easy yeah. And painless it is to uh, to do the embossing paper. Uh, they're going to come back and use it again and again. Now, tell me about the experience about embossing. So it's pretty much, it's like a special machine that you take. Like So there are two like different techniques. Today, we're just going to use our uh, embossing envelopes. So you build the sandwich. You have like envelope. You, the envelope you buy at the store, and it has okay. already print on it. So... Uh, and you put your paper inside of the envelope, you make a sandwich, and you squeeze it like yeah. through the machine. And uh, and then you have a beautiful paper. Awesome. Mm-hmm. Are you excited about the makerspace down here? I cannot wait. Today when I was working in that space, I was like, oh my gosh, we're so close. We're yeah. almost there. Yeah. It's like everything is almost there. So And especially when they were putting the, um, the signage, I don't know if you noticed. Yeah. 
So it's on now, and it just, uh, yeah, everything comes together so nicely. Mm-hmm. I think we're going to be ready to open it really soon. Yeah, I can't wait as well. This is probably, like, the first library where I experience like a makerspace. Mm-hmm. Now, it was more in development because we were still having in Studio B where we had the equipment That's towards right, the side. yeah, so it was like, yeah. Mm-hmm. Now, just, like, three years later, now it's, like, we're doing it. We're not looking back. Yeah, but although like, we're gonna look forward. Yeah, I opened the door when I was working in that um, our like makerspace. Yeah, and I was like, whoever was on the desk, I was like, take a look at it. It's only me in this room, and it looked like a war zone with yeah. everything. Yeah, but it was. It looked so cool. Good. No, I can't wait. Um, I know we'll have more maker space programs in the near future. Uh, for all the listeners, uh, you can find uh, Bernadetta's uh, programs all in the chapter ones. I guarantee you, it's amazing. You'll have a good time. You'll learn something new. And do it. Do it if you're cool. <laughs> Absolutely. Uh, so let's transition into something that you've been working really hard on for the last couple of months, I believe. Almost uh, a year. <laughs> it's been a year? Almost, yes. Okay, we have to talk about that. Mm-hmm. It's uh, it's this thing called coming together and celebrating uh, different cultures. Can you explain more about that? Yes. So uh, it is a great initiative uh, where um, Niles, Lincoln Wood, uh, Skokie, and Morton Grove, uh, four uh, towns, are coming together and they're trying to uh, present like a different culture every year. Mm-hmm. And uh, this event has been going on for 10 years. Yeah. Uh, so it's a nice anniversary this year. And uh, what they want to do, they really want to go in depth and uh, introduce people to one specific culture. Yeah. And it's not like one or two days or three days festival. It's really a great event that lasts almost uh, three months. It starts um, at the end of January and goes till um, uh, April. Yeah. And this year, I am so proud to say we're celebrating Polish culture. Okay. And I was so happy when Jim Stepaniak approached me and asked uh, if I would like to be involved in this uh, uh, beautiful uh, event, and I agreed to it. So we have 60 amazing programs, and mm-hmm. I really invite everyone. Like you said that you would like to travel to Europe or you would like to go somewhere, but you are not sure if you can go and get there. Absolutely. I think this is your three t- free, ticket, uh, free ticket, and you can just... Uh, come to a different events, you can learn about the cooking, you can learn about the history of Poland, you can learn about uh, Polish traditions like folk dancing, uh, singing. Uh, it really is an incredible event. Absolutely. And where can where are all these events attended? Is it all in Morning Grove now in Skokie? Yes. And you know what? And I will tell you like few reasons why you should go and see those events and attend Absolutely. It. So it's like, first of all, they're all free. And it's like, Which is if great. you have a family of four, you know how expensive it is to even go to the movie theater. Absolutely. It's uh, So those are free events. There are for everyone, uh, for all age groups. Uh, there is free parking. You know how expensive parking in the city can be and how Absolutely. painful it is to Very. pay like $20 per hour. Very. So, uh, and it's really is for everyone like uh, mm-hmm. last Sunday we had an amazing uh, workshop here at the Niles Main District Library mm-hmm. it was like uh, Polish folk uh, art painting and just amazing thing happened we had uh, the youngest person in attendance was uh, six year 
six years old, Clara. Oh, oh that's fantastic. And the oldest gentleman, it was a pilot fighter, uh, and he was 97 years old. And just yeah. like, I really, if I will be that old, I want to have that amazing ability to paint, to participate, yeah. to answer questions, and to be like part of something. So uh, it was a really, so, and it only proves that it's really for everyone. Absolutely. Hey, I love the purpose of this event. I think it's a good way to promote all different libraries and as definitely a culture. And not even libraries, because it's, the events take places uh, in a different, uh, like different places. Like uh, we have one this Sunday at um, Skokie Holocaust Museum. Okay. Uh, and the at the different schools, at the community colleges, mm -hmm. at the city halls. So it's all around the township. So that's fantastic. That's even your chance to go and see the venues that you've never been to. So Absolutely. Mm -hmm. That's fantastic. So tell me about the prop. Uh, sorry, train of thought. Like the process of like how did you got on board with this project? So like every year when they choose they look for the candidates for the culture. And right. it has to be a culture that you have a lot of support because it is enormous task to, uh, to do something like that. Um, so you have to have a lot of people and a lot of venues that you can bring because like you see there's like so many different events. Absolutely. So you have, you have to have a lot of uh, ideas, a lot of uh, performers, a lot of historians. It's just like so everyone can come together and participate in it. Absolutely. And usually what it happens, they look for the um, members of one community and, uh, and they ask if they have ability to bring those people to the table. Mm -hmm. And then uh, the members of the community like try to contact everyone. You make a huge list of who can participate and then the specific institutions like school, the libraries, they're choosing what they want to present. Absolutely, so you're just, so pretty much this event is just like combining all forces with different resources. Oh, absolutely, and, and that's what is so, so amazing. Yeah. Even like for opening ceremony, it's just like, it really is great like, uh, because it's not only like for American people or, or other nations, it's great absolutely. to see what is like Polish culture. But, but for Polish people, it's great to show off a little Absol bit. Absolutely. So I remember like uh, when I decided that at opening ceremony we were going to have a traditional Polish welcome with bread and salt. Yeah. And of course I decided that it has to be the biggest bread I can ever have. Of course. So I called the bakers and uh, I remember I asked the question, I was like, hi, hello, my name is Bernadetta. And it's like, what is the biggest bread you can bake? And the lady is like, how big do you need it? I'm oh, like, goodness. I'm like, can it be six feet? And she's like, let me ask the bakers when they come in. And, and then uh, so she called me back and was like, no, it won't fit in our oven, but we can make like three, three feet. So, um, so it was amazing, absolutely amazing how people were coming through and just like how they were willing to help. Yeah. And I have to mention that... Um, there's no budget for coming together. So you pretty much, everything is a volunteer job. Absolutely. All the people who are coming to help, they're doing for free. Everyone who's performing, they're doing it for free. And that's uh, great. And that's why the events are free too. So it's, yes. Mm -hmm. That's fantastic. I'm all, I'm picturing my, in my head, like how 
big six feet of bread. Oh, I know. I was like, like, oh, it's tall as me. And I'm just like, how will we transport it? <laughs> no, no, because I tell you the story behind it. So my friend said, like, uh, you know what? At the Polish school, we my dad built like a huge tray that we were like carrying a pig on it. Yeah. I'm like, how big is the thing, uh, the the tray? And she's like, as big as me. And she was like six feet tall. I'm like. Okay, so that was my like question. Like, can you? Because I really wanted the bread to fit on the yeah. tray, but uh, at the end we didn't use it. But uh, yeah, that's fantastic. Mm-hmm. Well, I'm glad that you were a part of it. Um, I didn't know it was a year. I didn't really know it was like maybe. Oh uh, no, a couple it's months. like no, 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 no. It really, it really takes like four villages to gather. Oh, I understand. Like, you should see like the meetings and the board table, like how many people from yes, because I did like the part like contacting the Polish people, like the yeah, other people were uh, responsible for PR. Right. Our wonderful librarians from adult services were responsible for choosing the and selecting the books for the reading. So it's like Absolutely. there's so many different aspects about it. And it's like Cecilia did such a great job, like contacting uh, the author, uh, and he's coming here, I believe, on March twenty. Let me just double check. Uh, he is going to be here on March eighteenth. Yeah. At 7 p.m. here at the library. So, um, Which is awesome. And it was a really difficult um, task to choose the books because um, they had so many different um, aspects that they wanted to cover. It had to be right. a Polish author who is translated into English. Mm-hmm. It had to be about the immigrant experience. It had to be like for all age groups. So, um, so they did amazing job. We did amazing job together. Well, that's fantastic. Uh, for the viewer, uh, listeners, where can we find um, information on upcoming events? So everything, definitely the best way to find the information is on the website comingtogether.in, in, comingtogether.in, okay. or on the Facebook, on the library website, it's all over. Mm-hmm. Well, fantastic. Well. I want to thank you for coming on the podcast. Once again, to our listeners, if you would like to attend Bernadetta's uh, Makers uh, classes, they're all available in the Chapter 1s, coming to you in your suit. And also, check out events for the Celebrating Polish uh, Culture event coming together. All the events can be found at www.comingtogether.in. I-N. Comingtogether.in. I want to personally thank Bernadetta for being a part of the podcast. And I want to thank you for listening to our second episode. Just a reminder, don't forget to subscribe to the podcast at Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, Spotify, and SoundCloud. We hope you tune in for the next show. Have a good day, everyone.